you will not believe the hoops I had to jump through to avoid spoilers today because, uh, and just some context here, the event was at 1am Sydney time and I had an exam today. So there was no way I could wake up, watch the event, do the exam and record the podcast in the same day without collapsing midway through the exam. So I woke up at normal time, went to the exam, straight from the exam to watch the event. And now here we are. So my thoughts are, are fresh. Anyway, so that obviously meant staying off the internet and avoiding messages at all costs. And I wasn't looking at notifications or anything on my phone. Everything was do not disturb. But I knew that Kai was going to send a link to the Apple page. And so I thought, what's a way that I can open the messages app without glancing at all of the other messages, <laughs> like on the sidebar thingy, because, you know, there's no way to really guarantee that it opens directly to the the chat with Kai. Um, so I ended up going through a... A messages extension <laughs> and so i went to share a photo and i typed in the name of our chat which is pod and uh i couldn't see the messages because the image was too big and it took up the whole screen but then i went to another app that does like a text only share thing and managed to read uh the messages in that chat so i could get like i could see what kai had to say and uh all of that and then i could actually send messages from that share extension so every time i sent you a message <laughs> or every time i saw that a new message came in and i had previews hidden i would open that share extension and, <laughs> wow. and read the message and then respond, like delete the, the share text that was there and, and add to it. So you could only see a single message at a time? No, you can see the whole chat, Okay, but it just meant that I couldn't, I didn't see the list of unread messages uh, from the rest of the app. Yep. So, I mean, that's like taking, avoiding spoilers to the next level, but it worked. I did not know a single thing about this event going in. I have not checked an email. I still like emails have built up. Uh, I still yeah. haven't responded to any text. Like I'm just nothing. I, I've been tweeting using the share extension again on iOS to tweet photos, <laughs> but I haven't been re- looking at the responses and I haven't been looking at anything anyone says. So, <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. Like wow. uh, after I heard that you started watching the event, I just received a marketing email because I still like. Uh, I actually sometimes get, like, I like getting the marketing emails from Apple because I like to see how they are. Yeah, yeah, I still get those too. Yep. Yeah. And then I realized, like, oh no, we spoke about this and Zach actually has it. And then I was like, maybe I should tell him not to look at this email. And I was like, maybe that will spoil too much that I'm telling him not to look at this email. So I figure I'm not telling you. I figure you're a smart guy. So I actually have, um, I actually have email notifications for when Apple release a press release too. So I was very careful to avoid all emails this morning, to avoid all headlines, uh, all of those things. Uh, and I think I have a Telegram bot set up as well to uh, send the press releases in plain text. So I avoided Telegram this morning as well. So that all was right. fun. Uh, Quite a commitment there. Anyway, we have an event to talk about. Uh, I think we should get uh, we should get uh, started uh, on the same note that we started the last episode about an event and it's i have to ask you the question where is air power (laughs) (laughs) what's air power all right moving on so condolences kai (laughs) <laughs> I mean, iMac. For, for, Where? Uh, I was waiting. Two. I mean, or a ninety-minute event. I was waiting. I was waiting. Where's the iMac? They started going on about retail stores. Especially, like, what? What's that got to do with Macs? <laughs> oh, come on. 
especially especially with that tease you know there was there was that picture of this is our mac family and it's like you see all the macs there was a mac mini on there there was a macbook air it was like all right this is this is going to be all the macs that will be at least updated today and that's kind of the thing in the end, they kind of showed us picture now with all the new updates. Yeah, because they didn't have the 12 inch MacBook on that list, I don't think, on that screenshot. So it was sort of, yeah. yeah, you kind of got the impression that's what they wanted to talk about. Yep. But they didn't. Didn't. Uh, so uh, only, I mean, we, we, we kind of had some expectations in that direction for the event. But otherwise, if I would see that picture, what I would assume to be the two Apple products Apple cares the least about. Those were the two that were updated today. But um, <laughs> I think we can probably, towards the end, uh, talk more about... Because, I mean, obviously I was sitting there for 90 minutes waiting for it, and then I thought, all right, there's still quite a lot of event left. Um, so uh, maybe there will be a one more thing with a super new redesign. Yeah, uh, and, and then there was a one more thing, which yeah. was the iOS uh, 12 update. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, because they finished... So they went from Macs to the iPads, yeah. and they finished the iPad section with half an hour to go. And I was watching, I was like, oh, this is good. And Marlon, you, you'd said, oh, you're going to enjoy the event if you haven't seen any spoilers. And I was thinking, hmm, hmm, was that a slip of the thumb? No, um, <laughs> no, that's I, I know that's not what I told you meant, her the same but- <laughs> thing. I was like, oh, no, why do you formulate it like that? It could be either way, inter- interpreted either way now. <laughs> now you have to send a follow-up message just yeah. saying to enjoy the unspoiled. I, I was yeah, waiting. because you said, I haven't. You said I haven't yep, been yep. spoiled, and I was like, "Oh, you're in for a treat." And then I was like, "Like I just meant it as great. You haven't seen any spoilers. It was no. a good event. You're in for a treat. When, Literally, you're in for a treat." I, when I saw that message, I was like, "Zach has been trying so hard for hours, and now you're saying anything at all." I would just shut up. Just don't answer him. On well, with that. half an hour to go, I thought, "Okay, surely they're going to come back out and talk about the Mac and get back on track and." You know, give Kai his iMac or his iMac Pro <laughs> or whatever or something or or an iMac. Uh, no, what are they called? Mac Pro sneak peek. Surely something good was coming for the Macs. And the last half an hour of that event was completely unnecessary. Although it did score a few extra uh, draft, not a draft pick. So I won't complain about that. Yep. Also, um, there was this kind of double tease. There was first the. Uh, I think Tim Cook was kind of careful not to make it sound too exciting, at least with iOS twelve. Uh, I forgot the exact way he phrased it, but it's like, uh, there's another small thing. Uh, we are also releasing iOS 12.1. Um, but tried very carefully not to make it sound like a one more thing. And then after that, there was still a lot of time left. And then it was a music event. And that was kind of interesting uh, how how much Apple seemed to focus on the artist not being allowed to swear. I wonder if that is a... Um, um, a result out of the dub dub uh, <laughs> bash, maybe, yeah. Which uh, context panic at the disco were a little bit uh, loose with their language on stage, uh, and I don't think Apple executives were particularly happy from what we saw. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they didn't get the. They seem to not have been getting the the memo that swearing is not a thing they want. So there was. I don't know. I feel like that that. Concert was more of a 50% profanity, 50% normal words. Um, so I wonder if that was now a overcorrection to, to make sure that doesn't happen again. Maybe, yeah. Cause 
I mean, that is a normal. Pa- I've been, I've seen Panic at the Disco outside of Dub as well, and that's fairly standard show for them. But you would think that at an Apple event where they've been asked to hold their tongue, they would manage that. But alas, uh, he couldn't do that uh, on the the Dub Dub evening. Um, but Lana Del Rey did a good but job. Also, sucks for an artist if you have a new if you have a new album and you can't say the name. <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can advertise you, it. Yeah. And and then from your song, you have to uh, cut out half of the name of the song mm-hmm. because again, uh, profanity. Yeah, like uh, we we went uh, like we went ahead and actually googled. Like I don't know, people might have seen this artist before. I assume so, but yeah, we had we didn't know who she was, yeah. and we we're like. Well, I guess we should Google her name now and then we can see what her latest album was and then we know like where this music is from. But that sucks because I don't think most people would do that. If they don't know who it is, they might be. I mean, you could just sham it, but I don't think everyone does. And then that would be like, uh, like a lost audience that you couldn't really uh, get to. So yeah. it's weird. But it was, I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting and fun to, to see how that, that water was navigated. Mm. I'll be honest. I didn't actually sit that- through the uh, the songs. I, I did skip those because um, <laughs> because we had to record. I mean, I have a, I have a genuine excuse. Um, yeah, we had to record, but I yeah. did I did catch that bit at the beginning and, and the bit at the end. And yeah, it was a bit of a shame she couldn't say say the name. But um, anyway, I mean, we weren't there to watch Alana Del Rey performance. So, <laughs> um, but I also I, I just want to say I will definitely talk about what my options are now for for an iMac. But I don't. We want- we we don't doubt that you, we we would not think that you we what. Damn it, I can't formulate this sentence. <laughs> we would not expect you to not want to talk about this. Is that a double negation? Or is I, think, this I think it works. Well sent, Mona. Well Thank sent. You. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm Also, getting. I would just like to point out that Kai and Marlon have been great. They've waited for 12 hours to talk about this event uh, while I kept them waiting. So they've, you know, I apologize if they're, it's late for them and they're tired. Um, Trust me, I try talking to other people. <laughs> <laughs> also also means I had about 12 hours to consider my uh, iMac options. So. And his rant about his lack of iMac options. No, 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 no rant. I, for the sake, not just of this, this episode, but in general of sanity, I, I figured I'm, I'm just taking the event. I mean, it was an interesting event. I thought it was a really good event. There was nothing in there that I want to buy. So that's a bit unfortunate. But otherwise, I thought it was a good event. I don't want to be super negative towards this event just because um they didn't announce a new super expensive computer that i want to buy so i i'm i'm kind of i want to just hold that for for towards the end it might leak a bit in when we talk about like the new mac mini or something but overall i don't want to don't want to make this a apple didn't announce a retina imac rant that's what the next three episodes are for it's fine (laughs) (laughs) well you'll see you'll see that that new MacBook Air, it's kind of it's the Mac that I wanted two years ago when I was buying a Mac. It's a, it looks great. I mean, it's yeah, fantastic. Thought- it's it's sort of killed the the twelve inch MacBook and the the thirteen inch MacBook with no Touch Bar, like all in one go. And it has Touch ID, so um, it, it absolutely rules. This is amazing. It is it is it is it is close. Um, in general, I'm. I'm surprised how much choice there is now in Apple's kind of low end. I, I just call it low end, it's still expensive MacBooks, but for, for Apple's kind of portfolio in the low end, there's a lot of choice now. You have the 12 inch, uh, MacBook, um, which is kind of the super light without fan, uh, thing. Um, then you, you now have the new MacBook Air, 
um, which is the, the new announced uh, MacBook Air with Retina screen and touch touch ID and all those things and no touch bar. You still have the old uh, MacBook Air, uh, which is now at uh, $999. And then you have the uh, no touch bar 13 inch MacBook Pro. There's so many things now in that spectrum. Um, and then for, for the Pro part, where you would think there's, I mean, usually there's a lot more specific demand, I would think, in the Pro end. Uh, you kind of have only, only one option. It's kind of, I feel like it's oddly skewed towards kind of the Apple slow, uh, the MacBook slow end at the moment, which is interesting. I would argue that uh, the Macs up until this point have been too pro-focused, um, the, sort of the mainstream laptops. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. but, but I would also say that uh, like the, the current MacBook wasn't really... It hasn't been updated in a while, so I don't think it was really a popular computer to buy right now. So I think it's it's unfortunate that this is a that the Air was updated like after, like back to school, like after people went back to like to school and to university and those things because I think there are lots of people who would really have liked this computer but they might have ended up buying the MacBook Pro which like is good they get a good computer but in the same time I think a MacBook Air is probably a good fit for people who are like um, yeah in school studying um, like or or just needed to go off to college and I think it's unfortunate that it was released in October it's a bit of a weird timing But I think for you, Zach, uh, I think the MacBook Air would not be the right computer. It is a very, very low spec CPU. You're right, in there. but it's it's the computer I wanted two years ago. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, I wouldn't buy it today. Uh, definitely not. But two years ago, I would have jumped at this thing. Yeah, you can also just buy a uh, a Mac Mini and have on the side at work. So then you can just hook up to that and build all your Xcode projects. Yeah, there, right? I mean, that's a that's a thing they spoke about during the event. I thought that was quite amusing. You know, free the MacBook Pro up to do its thing and run your builds on <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the Mac Mini. <laughs> I really liked that, actually. Uh, not Maybe not practical, yeah. but... Not, not quite sure what the thing is at that mm. point, though. It's like, if, you're, if you built your app, what is the thing that your MacBook would do while your Mac Mini is doing the... Look, running the simulator uses a lot of RAM. <laughs> um, yeah. But I I, I kind of agree. I think it's it's a really good it's a good it is kind of a MacBook Air, a new iteration of the MacBook Air. Um, Look, this is this is the uni student go to for now. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And if you're if you're researching, writing reports, using Microsoft Word, sending emails, sending off your resume, those kind of things, as a uni student, this is what you want. This is what you need. In general, um, I think whenever you ask someone. Uh, what what do you need from a computer and they're like, I should be portable in the computer, mm-hmm. then that's the one you would recommend from now oh, on, I would absolutely. expect. Absolutely, yeah. And it looked, it actually looks really small. And I know they showed the comparison on stage to the existing MacBook Air, which is quite, uh, quite a wide machine. The bezels around the keyboard and also around the screen are quite uh, thick, but it looks quite small. But I think it's also smaller than the uh, current 13-inch MacBook Pro. Um, and a lot of the time when they were going through, uh, when they were showing the photos and stuff on stage, before they actually announced what size it was, I had in my notes that it looks like an 11-inch. I, I wrote that it looks small. Um, but no, it is a 13 and a half inch, sorry, 13.3 inch screen, yeah. um, which is yeah, it awesome. Looks, it, it looks really small. Yeah. So, it does sort of seem like the portable go-to computer if you, if you need that, if you value portability. 
and I think it's also half a pound or quarter pound uh, lighter than the... Sorry, but what the hell is a pound? They used that a few times. So I, I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. What, what, what are you talking about there? Is this like... The British currency you're talking about? Or what is I don't this? understand pounds. That's a cheap computer. <laughs> One pound? Sure. I'll take four. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, but oh, I, I, so like, it's so meaningless. I, I'm sorry. As, a, as an Australian who, you know, uses the, the proper weight measurements of, of grams and kilograms, uh, a pound is meaningless. But anyway, resume. I'm sorry. Yeah. But even, even if you would measure things in pound, you would know what a gram is. So why not just measure it mm, in gram? Fair point. Who would have thought that the post-event SoCast episode is all about uh, imperial and metric systems? That's what all the episodes should be about. Mm. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess that's um, some something like 120 grams or something uh, lighter. Yeah, that's significant. This is just me. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's actually how much lighter it is. But it's, it is lighter. Yeah. And so some sort amount of, of going grams. on about screen size, um, it's... it's proper uh 1440p the the screen so up until now their 13 inch retina displays uh doubled the 1280 by 800 screens but you know they do the scale mode and the macbook pro 13 inch ships in a scaled resolution out of the box so the screen is only like 1600 pixels tall but the display thingy is more Mm -hmm. or less i don't you know what i mean like, sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's the, now the proper resolution to uh, for the scale that they they ship them with out of the box, which is actually great because there's more pixels on this screen than on the on the 13 inch MacBook Pro, uh, which is awesome. Are you are you yep. sure that's the case? Yeah, they mentioned it <laughs> because I can. I I went to um, tech specs mm. and the oh yeah the no native resolution is two five sixty by sixteen hundred. Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. What did they do? I think that's the same, right? That's the same as Yeah, the- it is. No, I, s- I swear they mentioned something different on stage. I'm I going crazy. I think they mentioned it. Mm. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure they said uh, four times as many pixel on stage. Yeah. But when they said that, I was like, yeah. did they do the math wrong? <laughs> I don't yeah. think it is four times as many pixels. No, because the MacBook Air has always... Sorry, MacBook Air has always been 900 pixels tall, not 800. Yeah. So the MacBook Pro non-retina 13-inch was always 800 pixels tall. Sorry, I got my numbers confused. It was always 800 pixels tall. But then the MacBook Air 13-inch non-retina was 900 pixels tall, 1440 wide. But they didn't truly double that. Yep, Apple oh, forgot about wow. the See, Apple forgot about their <sighs> So yeah, because when they mentioned they doubled it, I was like, great, it's uh, it's the proper because it ships the the MacBook Pro 13 inch ships uh with that 1800 high scale on hmm. uh by default. Sorry, 900 high, but you know 1800 pixels. Um, yeah, okay. Oh, that's a bit of a bummer. My bad. Sorry, sorry to <sighs> crush. I thought crush I had an dreams. amazing screen. I was super excited. Um, <laughs> you know, I got my dreams crushed today, so I feel I, I can share the share the love. Mm, well, but yeah, uh, <laughs> touch bar dead, maybe not dead, but gone from this product. <laughs> oh, not necessarily. It, it's not there. Uh, yeah, it's it's not there, but it's it also might just not be a requirement for every single computer, which is. Good. I think that's but fine. But it's also yeah. any if I would if I would. If I was to think Apple is still 100% convinced about the touch bar, 
and they still need to not have it in certain models to to uh, save on cost. Those are the ones it would not be in. So I think the next generation of MacBook Pros will be what's interesting to see about the future of the touch bar. Yes, no, very good point. But I think it's, I mean, up until now, people have always said, well, I don't want the touch bar, but I want touch ID. So I'm happy to, or, you know, some people are happy to keep the yeah. touch bar around in order to have touch ID. But now they've proven that they don't have to tie the touch bar to touch ID. Uh, and instead you mm-hmm. can have touch ID separate, which is, I think is awesome. I think it's best of both worlds. If you're someone who doesn't like the touch bar, because no one says they don't like touch. Yeah, ID. I agree. Uh, Did there used to be an argument why you needed to have the touch bar to have the touch ID? Was it like, a? Was it because they were running on the same ship? I think it's, yeah, because they're all powered by that um, that second processor, the uh, the ARM one. And it probably doesn't make sense to have a, a whole separate coprocessor just for uh, just for a Touch ID sensor. But now it's doing other things, mm. like it's, it's the T2 chip, it's uh, doing all the security things. Um, so it kind of makes sense, I think, uh, to have it there. For everything that it needs yeah, to that's do, kinda, yeah, that's kind of that's how I mentally argued for it too. Yeah. <laughs> because the T one seemed to the T one seems. I mean, that's where I think most of us assumed the T came from was Touch Bar mm. um, in the T one, but the T two is now. I mean, Apple has like a dedicated page now for talking about the the uh, security benefits of a T two. So it definitely seems to kind of shift from Touch Bar to. I mean, the T two is also in the uh, Retina. I'm, uh, iMac Pro yes. and the new Mac so Pro. So it's definitely and in the, the 2018 MacBook Pro. What new? Uh, but they have a touch bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. But that's what I'm saying. Chip, there yeah. are already devices that ah. have a T T named pro uh, coprocessor, but do not have a touch yes, bar. Yes, yes, sorry. So I feel like that they were probably the first ones having it without the touch bar. Now I I wouldn't expect new Macs to come out without a T coprocessor. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But yeah, I, I, so the event started so well. I mean, this was really exciting. It's like, this is, it's a love letter to Mac users, even though none of the three of us would buy it. I think this product excites us. It shows that they're, they're putting attention where it needs to go. Um, but I I also think it kind of sets more, I also think it kind of sets more of a placement for the future because now we have those three Macs, right? I still think they're kind of oddly close in the low end with the MacBook, the MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro 13 inch. But I mean, the, the way the MacBook is at the moment, it is quite the perfect candidate to become the first ARM, uh, MacBook, I think. And I feel like then the separation would make a lot more sense to me. If we have a MacBook without a fan and an ARM processor, probably with certain limitations, but it's for people that want to go ultra portable. Um, then the Air to be kind of the the standard lower price segment recommendation with an Intel processor where everything wo- works the way it always has, but in in a nice enclosure, um, and a decent screen and those kind of things. And then the MacBook Pro being in the I I want a computer. Uh, I know that I want more from a computer than the standard. I have higher expectations, or I just have more money to spend. So I feel like if if I would have a prediction of, we will go into that later, how well I'm doing at predictions. But um, uh, setting that aside, um, if I would have to make a prediction, I would feel that seems like a very sensible lineup for me in, in a year or two or whenever we get there to have an ARM MacBook and then an Intel 
low-end chip in the MacBook Air and then the kind of Intel uh, i5, i7 type um, chips in the in the Pro MacBooks. Yeah, and I think it makes sense to have the 12-inch MacBook sort of as your experimental computer. Uh, it's slightly, slightly pricey for what it is, but it's uh, sleek, shiny new. Um, it's been fanless, uh, so that's sort of yeah. the first Mac to be fanless. Uh, bit of an experiment again uh, i think it was the first mac with the new keyboard so again when it came out it was uh, an experimental mac uh, and then if they did go to arm it could be sort of a testing ground for for arm max uh, which will then sort I don't of bleed know if its I would way up it experimental uh it is it is it is it, a it, mac you're paying, paying more for the limits, right? right yeah exactly you're paying more for a product that yeah. is slightly futuristic and and does have characters yeah, but that's the thing you need to to yeah. do that, you need a Mac that is not in the lowest end. You need a Mac mm-hmm. that has more of a margin to then experiment. Damn it! Now I said experiment to to <laughs> add new things that then potentially move into the other lines over time. Oh yeah, and that's why but it's kind of have pricey. Do- I mean. Yeah, yeah, but I would say that's what they did with the Air originally too. Like the original Air wasn't great to use on like higher performance tests, but it was really pushing the limits. It really made it sl- uh, slimmer. I don't think was it was the first one with SSD. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think it had a. Was the first? Was it the first one not having a CD drive as well? Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So it sort of pushed those things as well, and then after all, like that ended up being sort of the direction that Macs went in in general, which they probably wanted when they started with Air. But I think the MacBook can be seen as a similar thing. It's this experimental thing that probably is like like a like an ideal computer but it's not as powerful as like you can't make powerful enough computers that are designed that way at this point do apple make any powerful computers anymore (laughs) asking for a friend (laughs) (laughs) i heard there was a new mac mini release today and it's uh space gray so that is a pro machine yeah before we continue i would just like to say that is my prediction that kai is gonna buy a mac mini and a 5k external (laughs) display we haven't spoken about this beforehand, so I could be totally wrong. I could be right, but uh, we'll find out. All right, continue, Mac Mini. I noted your prediction. <laughs> and now you've changed your mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the editing room at uni, as I think I mentioned to you, and mm-hmm. the, there's a little, there's a little like hole in the, the door so that, you know, people can see in and see if the room's occupied. And, and it's in the library and everyone's like studying really hard. And I'm here like walking around the room really animated while I'm talking to my, into the microphone. <laughs> uh, and I probably look like an absolute nut job, but uh, everyone's staring and it's kind of funny to see them like, they're all just like studying hard and they look really down and out with their lives. And I'm here really excited about new Macs. Um, yeah. Or maybe I always excited. had that when i when I had like exams that I obviously didn't study enough for uh so most of them all of them anyway uh whenever i ha- I was in an uh, exam room and was kind of like sitting there writing my exam, trying to get everything out of my uh head that I could f- somehow find uh, in the in a few hours you were given, and you always have those exam observers sitting in the front being incredibly bored. And I was always so jealous of sitting there being bored instead of sitting on the seat having to to pass an exam. Oh, <laughs> I read it. I always thought it seemed so boring for them. I'm like, man, they should just study for the exam. <laughs> no, I, I always thought I want to do that at some point. Everyone in that room is stressed and trying to 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 not screw up their life. And they're so bored, they don't even know what to do with themselves. I don't know. Somehow, every time, every time I was in that exam room, I was like... <sighs> 
I would love to do that instead. Wow. But it, it vanished right after I left that room. I was like, now I feel amazing. And well, you don't need a Mac to do that job. So <laughs> maybe it's your, uh, maybe it's in your future. Okay. All right. My Mac sounds like it's about to take off and I have three applications open. This is terrible. Yeah. Good well, thing they released an iMac, uh, a new iMac, right? Mm, yeah. 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 Got a, got a nice replacement lined up. No. Um, all right. That Mac mini. Mm. What do you reckon? What do you think? I think it's it's kind of cool. Uh, again, it, it continued with the theme of appealing to people who like the Mac, and I thought that's a great start to the event. They're on a really good track. Um, again, it's it's not my kind of computer, but just like the MacBook Air, I think it's super cool and it excites me. Um, I think it's really awesome that they've got a, a machine that sort of fills that gap and that they're giving the attention to the Mac Mini. It's now got modern internals. Um, and I think if that's the type of machine you're after for things like a uh, build server or like I know you have a, a Mac mini at home um, that you use for, for storage and things like that, um, I think it's it's a really good update to that machine. Yeah, I'm so I'm just happy it's not dead. Like yeah. They weren't yeah. like, you know, this product, we don't like it anymore. We're mm-hmm. not going to yep. do it anymore. So, yeah, it was good to see that it's actually revived now and it's in new color and they, they're actually going to. Hopefully maintain it. Like, hopefully it's not like, yeah, let's wait. What is it? Five more years till we update it again. Hopefully we will actually continue doing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I mean, I uh, Mac Stadium and some other uh, companies that use a lot of Mac uh, Macs for in their in their data centers. I I can imagine how much joy they must have felt about that announcement as well as um i mean apple apple has such a strong focus on environment uh protection i i think they they gave theirs another 10 years now by replacing all those old mac minis in yeah all the people who were running a whole freaking uh, imac in the data centers oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But like it's, it's just a waste of material and the resources to create such a great machine but it's also just so many like larger companies like google they just buy thousands of mac minis to to run all their i mean they have to right if they want to build applications they need they need or ios applications they need macs to to do those things on um so they just buy as many as they can and they run uh, unnecessarily old hardware and that is an end now. So I actually do think that will have a uh, an impact on the environment. So from from that perspective alone, I feel like that update is worth it. Oh yeah, and we also forgot to mention that about the Air. Uh, but it's like uh, it seemed like both of the MacBook Air and the uh, Mac Mini is actually from renewable aluminum. Recycled. Recycled aluminum. I think they said sixty percent for the the Mini. No, that um, is that that's, is the plastic. The plastic is sixty uh, percent. Okay. But the aluminum is hundred percent recycled. Oh, okay. I missed that. Cool. Mm, yeah. That's awesome. So that's and cool. they, I think they said a lot of it's coming from the iPads, which is. <laughs> I know that is cool. oh, that is that. such a. I don't know. It felt like a bit of a stab. In my heart, that it's like, yeah, it's like I can almost guarantee to make enough iPads that they have spare uh, aluminium for <laughs> these Macs. But it's, but it's also, it's also, we care about the Mac so much, we make it out of the scrap metal left over from making iPhones and iPads. I'm like, oh man, that's all right. I'd like to see an iPad exported to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> or compile a oh. hundred thousand line Xcode project. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> But I, I was I was super excited. I was actually really excited about the um, 
uh, about the recycled al- aluminum. I think yeah, it's- everyone was. I think like after after uh, like right. Uh, it was basically like the most popular thing uh, right after uh, Tim Cook saying that he will relocate to uh, New York. I think like everyone's <laughs> so excited about New York things and the recyclables, the recycled stuff. So yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, like in the New York op- uh, the New York audience seemed so much more exciting than the ca- excited than the California one. I guess like many reporters might not have traveled as far, so they might have been more energized. I think and- they just stuffed that entire thing full of Apple retail employees. Yeah, I really, yeah? I was about to say, I really hope that was Apple employees doing the applause and the clapping. Like, I mean, if you're a, a press outlet clapping because you didn't have to travel as far, <laughs> I mean, that's, it's kind of pathetic. Like it, you got to stay, you got to try and stay as neutral as possible. You know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to clap for you more because I only had to travel an hour. Like, yeah, no, I, no, I also, it's sort of, you go in with a bias of preferring the event. And I, I, I also don't think like you that. would be that excited about not traveling enough. I also don't think there are that mm. many more New York outlets than there are, uh, uh, Californian outlets. Mm. I, I just think they added a lot of. Um, I mean, yeah. you, you saw that on the things that got the most applause. It wasn't really products no, as no. much as it was. Oh, the we love New York. Were, New York is amazing. Yeah. Everything that mentioned New York at all was was <laughs> super successful in that crowd. Yeah, so good to be in New York. I'm moving to New York. <laughs> Um, then the environment uh, focused things, they rightfully got a lot of mm-hmm. uh, attention. And then for some reason, everything retail. Yeah. And that's uh, when I was like, uh, yep. I think the room is full of retail employees because yep. Yep. Angela Aaron's mm-hmm. walking on stage got more applause than any of the yep. product announcements. Yep. And that's just probably the person that Apple retail employees constantly see in videos mm-hmm. when they're briefing them about new launches and new products and new ways of dealing in, with the Apple store and, and the systems there, they see Angela Aaron's on videos constantly and then seeing her in person walking on stage probably mm-hmm. created that kind of excitement. Oh, absolutely. And that's perfectly fair. But as long as it was the retail employees or just the Apple employees in general and not the press, that's okay. I, I would I would be... Con- I, I don't know what they would put in the water to get the press to go <laughs> like this. Like if you've got old mate Gruber clapping because he didn't have to fly to California, it's a bit of a... I, I take issue with that. <laughs> Okay, so the Mac... I also don't think that is likely. Before we move on to, I guess if we want to move on, I don't know. I have a bit of a rant about this section, or this segment of the presentation, actually, the Mac Mini uh, presentation. And I'll be interested to see if uh, it bothered either of you as much as it bothered me. Um, All right. So... Bring it on. Tim Cook. I mean, Tim Cook was very enthusiastic about the whole presentation. (laughs) Um, I I, I loved that. I thought thought it was great. He had some energy. you know, something was something was fresh. Tim was excited. It was really good. For the Mac Mini segment, Tim Cook introduced it. And then he hands it off to a, a bloke named Tom. And I just, I, I kind of thought that was funny. Like, ah, oh, Tim's handing off to Tom. That's yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah. amusing. Then Tom gets out there and he goes, thank you, Tim. I'm like, this is funny. Tim, Tom, Tom, Tim. It's like uh, Tim Oliver. <laughs> um, Tom Oliver. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, um, that's all well and good. Like, hands off to, to old mate Tim. I mean, Tom, Tom. Yeah, um, and that's cool. Like he's allowed to do that. But uh, old mate Tom is a marketing <laughs> I, I have, guy. At this point in time, I have no idea where you're going with this. Okay, but Tom. Tom is a marketing <laughs> guy, um, and that that's cool. I guess like this is a, a big, you know, PR stunt. Really, that's what it is. It's a massive ad for Apple. That's cool. Um, they get a marketing guy on stage. I mean, Phil Schiller's uh, or 
you know, marketing person on stage. Phil Schiller's on stage, most presentations, so no big deal. But but old mate Tom is very much a marketing dude. Now, <laughs> Apple's presentations, obviously they're one giant ad, but they're also really polished keynotes, usually. Tom, old mate Tom, love Tom. No, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> old mate Tom was like corporate marketing dude, like buzzword here, buzzword there, doesn't understand the technology or at least didn't give the impression of understanding the technology. Like you have Phil Schiller, who is a marketing guy on stage and he he seems to love and care about the technology itself just as much as the product and that comes across when he's trying to sell the product. I didn't get that vibe from Tom. He used lots of buzzwords and Angela Arendt used buzzwords too, uh, Probably talk about that later, but he, you know he was very very into the numbers. Like, oh, five times faster, uh, sixteen gigabytes, sixty four gigabytes. He was very buzzwordy, but he didn't stop to explain things, and that kind of annoyed me because you get Phil Schiller on stage and he's super excited. This guy was excited about the marketing point of view. He was excited about talking about the product. That's cool. But Phil Schiller gets up there and he's like, hell yeah, this camera is cool, but here's why it's cool. Like this digital zoom, this is what it means for your photos. This guy was, was, I have an example here. So he, he brushed over when I was talking about the, the RAM on the uh, uh, RAM, uh, sorry, memory on the new, um, the new Mac mini. He talks about, uh, so dims, uh, some technology and he glossed over it as it was a buzzword. He's like, oh, so dimmed, you know, whatever. This is our, our pro people are going to love this. Our pro customers are going to love this. If it was Phil Schiller, he would have been like, and here's why you're going to love it. I don't, I, I, as the audience don't know what the hell that means. I would love an explanation. What, what is this geeky thing that you're so excited about? Please tell me. And Phil Schiller, I feel like normally would go over, give an explanation of what that is, help explain to the audience. And he's so excited about it. Whereas this guy brushed over it because it was a marketing word. He wanted to mention it. He wanted to get it in his little thing, but I don't think he, cared what it is and he didn't take the time to explain it and i mean that's fine for like 99 of people watching but like us who we really like the details and we also want it to not feel like an ad even if it is a giant ad please make it feel exciting make it feel like a polished presentation from your executives who really know what they're talking about this guy came across as someone who memorized some numbers and got on stage and spoke about them and this is to say nothing about the new mac mini i think the mac mini is great i think it's a really cool computer um you know, as we mentioned before, it's it's fantastic. But I just think they picked the wrong person to talk about this product on stage. He didn't get me excited about it when he was talking about it. Uh, I could be excited you, about it. You because better of what not he run said, into Tom on but, next dub dub. Oh, hey, Tom, let's 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 have a chat next dub dub. Uh, uh. All right. Um, so multiple things, multiple things to that. Um, <laughs> I just uh, wanted to say, wow, <laughs> Tom. I'm sure you're a lovely dude, but you're a marketing dude. <laughs> so, multiple things about that. First of all, n no, I don't think it bothered either of us as much as you. I don't think there are a lot of people on this planet. I, I feel like a lot of things bother me in life, but this was actually not one of them. I'm sorry. Um, that's that, that's perfectly fine. I, it bothered I, I, me. But I now didn't even... when you say it, like... I do remember this. You're right. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't really like you can do this now and the same with all the numbers with the like faster performance of different type of uh, like pro user programs. It was just like here are some numbers on the screen. It's screen. He wasn't actually really talking about how exciting yeah, it was. Yeah, so I do agree. These big numbers. I see where you're coming you from. All right. So I I I have a few things about that. First of all, I gotta admit, I wasn't paying as much attention during that snippet, mostly because I translated the things I saw and heard about what that might mean for my new iMac. 
so I was definitely drifting into dr- a dream world of IMAX instead of listening <laughs> See, to See, I was that, like, just there for the show, so I was a little bit let down. <laughs> um, second, um, I do also think that that machine, they, first of all, it probably wouldn't deserve more time to explain all those things, but it's probably... If you have any computer in your portfolio, this would be the one where you just mention all the things it does. The people who do care about it, they pick up on what it is. The people who don't, they probably don't care. And if they don't know, it's not worth Apple's time to explain it Ah. there because the product has so little of a value in comparison to almost everything else they're doing. Counterpoint to that, that they were way more technical in the iPad segment. Old mate John Turner's, who's VP of Hardware Engineering, it really showed that he was VP of Hardware Engineering. Like that, it was evident. This guy was a marketing but guy, I think, and I didn't like but it. But I think the <laughs> iPad just gets a lot more attention from Apple. So I don't think Apple. But why be technical I mean, to a general, product that whose audience isn't technical? You don't need to be technical because about the Apple, iPad because there Apple cares more deeply about the product and therefore it gets more time and therefore it gets more time to talk about it. And there were more things that Apple made rather than, you know, there's a lot more hardware engineering in an iPad. The Mac mini was basically, I mean, I, I, I'm sure there was hardware engineering. There was a lot of effort putting into it, but there's definitely more we take pretty decent, uh, mid-pro uh, level um, components and put them in that case. The the iPad is a lot more Apple engineered most of those things. I'm pretty sure Apple made whatever uh, every single chip in that in that pencil is. I'm sure Apple made most of whatever the, the screen and the liquid retina is in there. Uh, they probably built their own machines to to for for the the edges on, on the iPad. I just feel like that is more of a thing that Apple is proud of as a product, as a hardware product, as a product in a whole, in its whole, in in its entirety, and all the hardware components that they built for it. Well, the Mac Mini is more of a thing. I mean, Apple said we like they they mentioned that there are customers that want it. It wasn't. I I didn't get the same feeling of it's a product we are passionate about and we care about it's more we know people want it we understand now why people want it and we released it with those things and if you like it you know why you like it and you will enjoy that we made those updates but it's not the same type of pride of a product that the ipad would be for apple yeah fair enough and i mean it's also it's it's definitely not that uh, Tom sat down last night and put together his uh, fifteen slides and he was like, "I I better not show this to Phil and uh, Tim because they might be upset that I'm not explaining anything." I'm pretty sure everyone everyone that was on stage from Apple knew what was going on during that part of the presentation and they decided collabor- collaboratively that this is the angle they're taking on it. Um, it it really didn't feel very Apple presentation-y. I don't know, but I think the that's why that's why I didn't expect to make mini at this event because I mean that's what I said last episode, right? I thought if they show the Mac Mini, they need to tell a story, and the story they told was there are people that wanted, and those people know why, but there was less of a story. There were more like examples that you like numbers. This Mac of, has numbers sixty four, five. Yeah, 
times that's, faster. That's exactly Woo. the reason why I think it wouldn't happen. And therefore, I wasn't surprised by how it happened instead. I was surprised that it would be shown today because I would have thought uh, this event wouldn't be focused on, on, on this type of machine. I thought it would, would be more like the MacBook Air made sense, the iPad made sense. Uh, the pencil and those kind of things, they made sense. I thought this machine was kind of odd in, in that, in that, uh, presentation. And therefore, I feel like the, the, the way it was presented, it made sense to me. But Despite agreeing I... that, that it could have getting, been getting more attention, but I don't think it would have been warranted. I, I wouldn't have thought anything else would have, should have been cut to explain the differences in, in RAM types or, uh, the, like to explain more why 10 gigabit Ethernet is interesting. Max Stadium knows, everyone that runs it in data centers know, they know. And I think that's what it was for. And it was almost more of a distraction in the whole event that they moved on from. And that's, that's why I think to me, I understand where you're coming from. Also, again, disclaimer, I did drift away a bit because I was fascinating about what that might mean for an iMac. Um, but to me, it didn't stick out as, as a thing that I disagreed so strongly with. Yes, I think I think you have a point. Like it didn't really fit in. So like rather than making a, they didn't make a big story. This was probably a quicker way of getting it through. But why would they even decide to release it then? Like is this really an urgent product to get out the door? Why couldn't they just wait till like for instance Dub Dub, where people would be a lot more excited about a product like this? I think it was it it was ready. It was ready now. Um, you know, Apple usually gets a lot of critique for Apple holding things when, uh, when Intel's releasing your chips, just releasing your computers. I might do the same in, in about 15 minutes. Um, so it was ready. It probably would, at DubDub, they probably have more interesting things to announce as well. Yeah. And I guess um, if they hold it to DubDub and it's done now, that would mean that they still have to make incremental changes if there would be like new ships coming out or anything that they want to add into this mm. computer. It would seem like an old computer if they didn't put that. And I mean, it, would, it wouldn't get as much attention at DubDub because now the, the three main uh, products were very different categories, right? You had the MacBook Air, which is kind of the, the general recommendation for mobile computing, I guess. Uh, for Apple, then you have the Mac Mini, which is really focused. People that know that need it, they they know they wanted it for a long time. They probably counted the fifteen hundred days that it wasn't uh, updated um, every day. Must be way more than that. Probably more, yeah. Um, and then you had the iPad, which had a very different focus again. So I feel like there it at least got attention and wasn't overshadowed. I think. Uh, pr- Dub is probably going to be interesting and might wouldn't have uh, fitted in. And I mean, it was ready. So I don't mind releasing it. And I don't mind Apple releasing products that do not take the same amount of attention that uh, major projects like the iPad does, but still making them because there's still a lot of desire for them. Um, another thing... One thing that really bugged me in it, though, was the it's five times faster. That was the one thing that I thought uh, was was somehow annoying to me. Because, I mean, of course, it's five times faster if you wait 10 years to update it. It's it, I, I feel like you lose 
bragging rights of speed increases if you just abandon products for for centuries i feel like then it's not there is no more value in saying it's faster of course it is i mean how would you take how would you possibly not make it that much faster and it's not like apple did anything in particular to make it that much faster they just didn't do anything for long enough for intel chips to now be fast enough so that was the one thing i was like well of course it is (laughs) But otherwise, I, I thought it was fine. I have a real-time up, real update. Is that sure. how you say it? I have an update. Whoa, we are professional podcasters now. Real-time follow-up. That's what I'm looking for. So uh, I just looked up when the previous Mac Mini was released, and that was um, in 2014. So it's a lot more than 1,500 days, right? Uh, it was 1,475 days. Oh, wow, you were pretty spot on. I felt, felt like that would be a lot more days. A lot of days. I don't know. I, I, it wouldn't be something I would brag about. Mm. Yeah, I absolutely see where you're coming from. Unless you're a marketing guy named Tom. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. But I thought I'm too, we do mean to Tom. <laughs> Leave Tom alone. I'm sure Tom's a lovely bloke, but, you know. Is his name actually Tom? That's what they said. I would hope they're not lying okay. to us. That's the funny part because it's mm. Tim, Tom. Yeah, I didn't think he was a bad presenter, but he, no, he wasn't. He I, absolutely I was... wasn't a bad presenter. It wasn't that he's a bad presenter. He presented like every other Apple presenter. They're very good. Uh, I just thought his content wasn't uh, wasn't what you'd expect from that kind of hardware uh, introduction. So I think it's more unfortunate that he worked in marketing <laughs> because otherwise he probably. It might have not made the same impression, but I don't think the content would have changed. I don't know. Like I feel like even if you don't work in market, even if you do work in marketing, you can like Zach said, like Phil Schiller does that, and he's still excited about the product. I don't think he was not excited though. I think he hated the product. <laughs> I feel like he didn't understand the product though. It, he he was a typical marketing person in that we have a product to sell, sell it for us, and that's sort of the approach he took. And that's fine. That's what marketing people do. But uh... speaking of Phil Schiller, how good was the video he narrated? That was amazing. Was that him? Like it w- was that him? Did yeah. he narr- okay. I thought it I, sounded I, like, like I him. See, I but... haven't checked this, but yeah, it must have been, right? Uh, I, I didn't check that either, but I was very confident. I, I wrote down that the voiceover sounds like Phil Schiller, but I, I wasn't sure. There were some parts that made me think, yeah, absolutely, and others I was like, oh, this is just a similar Phil Schiller person. No, I'm, um, I'm pretty sure that was Phil, Phil Schiller. Okay, cool, cool. Um, and I should point out, that because you know, I said that I think that Apple should have got Phil to do the Mac Mini thing. Phil was there. I paused the presentation at one point when they showed the front row of the audience. Yep. So it's not like he was stuck in a meeting in Cupertino. <laughs> he was there. I mean, he was probably very busy and probably couldn't present, or they, maybe they didn't want him to or whatever, but he was there, so... Yeah, I, I thought it was quite interesting, though, that they had very different people on the stage this time around. I thought it was quite... It's great. In general, I feel like this event was probably, in the at least in recent memory, the one with the least amount of leaks um, and the most amount of surprises. And I think having all those uh, different people on stage that we haven't seen on stage before kind of... kind of help with that yeah no I, I actually wrote a note about that i found it to be interesting that there were so many different people on stage and that we haven't heard about and i'm not sure if it's because i'm not following like social media that much but i'm just 
Like, I'm just surprised. Like, where did he, all these people come from? Like, they seem like really talented presenters. And uh, I think, like, they seem to be really good at what they're doing. And I think it's great to see them up on stage. But, like, uh, not very few of them seem nervous. And I think it's very surprising how how good of a job they did and how little we've seen them before. So I'm happy that they were there. But I'm also surprised that they get more and more people who we are not aware of being in those type of positions. And but, it I mean, doesn't seem to be a thing... That like uh, that it, it comes so suddenly. I'm not sure. It's probably just me who's not following the news that closely. But, uh, but I'm not, happy about it. It's not really news. I mean, uh, Sean, for example, she's been at, at Apple since '89. Uh, I mean, she's been at Apple for a long time. Yeah, but why hasn't? Why haven't? I think she would have. She's a great presenter. I'm not sure why. Um, she wouldn't have been up on stage before. Why is it sort of? Like- I mean, she she did probably have a, a lot of presentations internally, which is probably why why she was a good presenter. Also, uh, the only person I knew on stage from Canada, so that's nice representing Canada. Um, so she's definitely done a lot of internal presentations, um, but it was new that there were so many. Um, people that were usually at those presentations you only have the senior vice presidents of of like if if there is a marketing person on stage it's the senior vice president of marketing if there yeah, is that's sort of i think that's sort of what i'm getting to like it's if, interesting to see that they sort of start to bring on new people who are not necessarily the three people who are always on stage and the three people who are like the overarching uh like it's it's not necessarily the, like it's not the same type of structure of people who are on stage anymore. It's people who are working seem to be working quite closely with the team. It's the same with the but when not they release the watch. Right? I feel like there are a lot of people in the watch events that are often working closely to together with the team. But I, it's I, it's also if you want to have more uh, diversity. I mean, you want to have more diversity on your stages, right? You want gender diversity, but also diversity in people. It's really hard to do that if you only show your executives because you either have to cycle your executives quite quickly, which is probably not a good idea, or you have to uh, uh, get yourself to have some non-senior vice president people on, on stage. And I think that seems to be the, the approach Apple has taken this time around. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a good approach and I think it kept it. Like, it was really interesting to see, see different people and everyone seemed really excited about it too. So I think it was great. Mm. And I have this, uh, uh, we're getting to the list later, Zach, about who got points for what, but Johnny, I didn't narrate any video. Like I'm very surprised that there were hardware videos that he didn't narrate. Narrate. Yeah, they had some narrate. interesting narrate. uh narrations that were quite different to usual. Um I thought it was pretty good to have some some different uh different people narrate videos. As you mentioned, one of them might have been Phil Schiller. We don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm tra- I tried Googling for it, but I I looked at three articles and it doesn't explain it, so I gave up. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm recording a podcast here. I can't <laughs> Google at the same time. But apart from the presentation, what do you think about a Mac Mini? Do you have any interest in a Mac Mini or or is that nothing that would interest you? Not personally, but I think it's a really cool Mac. I mean, if I was considering a desktop Mac, uh, I would definitely stack up specs and prices against an iMac. Hint, Um, hint, Kai. I would be fairly indifferent. I think it's a very cool machine. Uh, And it is, I mean, it is also portable. It is the type of machine you could use at home, throw in your backpack and take it to work. If you had a monitor in both locations, um, oh, so it does so have some kind of portability that is appealing. Um, 
Yeah, it so, feels like you're pushing yeah. it though. It's not that's not what no. a portable computer is supposed to be like. It's like carrying no. an iMac around and saying it's a portable computer. Well, well, my choice is still a, a MacBook Pro plugged into an external display. Take the MacBook Pro wherever you want, use it wherever, and plug it into an external display if you can. But if I couldn't buy a MacBook Pro for whatever reason, uh, or if I was just considering a desktop Mac, I think I would give this some serious thought, uh, especially because the iMacs didn't get an update, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so this is more modern than the iMacs. Uh, and I, unlike Kai, have no problem with those LG external displays. I think they look great, and I only care about the panel and not the bezels. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I obviously I obviously did the um, specking up a, a uh, Mac Mini with a LG Ultrafine 5K. Not a huge fan of that monitor, though. I've uh, seen it a few times. It's just... It's not, it's not super nice. Um, super plasticky. Uh, I've heard a lot of people have problems with it. A lot of the standard things that you have with Macs and external displays that sometimes uh, things don't um, wake up properly or you have to unplug and replug. Have you heard that about a MacBook Pro, though, or about a, a desktop Mac, like a Mac Mini? No, no, definitely a MacBook. Yeah, okay, yeah, because I know, I know those problems exist for a MacBook Pro, but I'm wondering how they would translate across to a headless Mac. Because I think a lot of it has to do yeah. with I wonder uh, too. switching between the... Yeah, exactly. Having two displays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all my issues with it seem to be yeah. related to uh, that. Potentially. So I thought it was quite interesting because especially for me, I mean, I mostly need something to bridge some time, right? Now, I thought that this event would be the one where I get a new iMac. Um, that didn't happen, so the next possible date isn't before spring. And then I almost think dub-dub wouldn't be super unreasonable either. Um, but I kind of have to now do something. In general, I thought maybe there are AirPods, but they weren't, so now I have to get my AirPods replaced and pay for oh, battery Oh, and AirPods replaced your computer? No, no, no. It's uh, so related to your computer. No, it's just in general. I was like, oh, so many things I have to spend money on this event. And then I watched the event, thought it was interesting, and didn't have a single dollar to spend. Um, so now I feel like for everything, I have to kind of find a, a bridging solution for my AirPod because my re- uh, right AirPod lasts no longer than 30 minutes. Uh, I now have to get the right one replaced rather than my plan was actually to to buy the new ones if they come out. Um, because a battery replacement is surprisingly expensive. So it's I think it's almost half the costs of new AirPods. So it feels a bit bad of spending so much money on just getting the battery replaced. Anyway, topic for another day. Um, Honestly, just yeah, get them. Re- sorry, get new ones and then keep the old ones as a backup if something goes wrong, like you lose it or water damage or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I consider that. But... Well, not not super interesting topic. We can talk about that if we have if there isn't an Apple event that to happen the same day. Yeah, so it's it's mostly um like I, I need to bridge some time. So I thought the Mac Mini is not a terrible idea because I I could use that uh for now. It's su- surprisingly powerful. It's surprisingly not expensive. Like it's it's pretty affordable for what you get. RAM is user replaceable, so I could just go uh I don't know, uh, get some third-party RAM and uh, actually keep the price relatively low. And then when or if we ever get a a new iMac, um, I mean, when we get a new iMac, then I could uh, move the 
uh, Mac Mini to to replace our now uh, 1500 days old or probably older. I think it was the second latest. So um, the 2012, I think it is, that we're having 2012 Mac Mini replaced that one with the one that I used to bridge the time to the iMac uh, and then either sell or retire the, the old iMac that we're having. That was one option. Um, because I do think the Mac Mini is quite appealing, but I'm not a huge fan of of the LG Ultrafine, and it's it's super super expensive. It's still like nine hundred ish dollars for yeah, for the monitor. I think if it's only going to be like a thing to bridge you till the potential iMac Mini, uh, <laughs> iMac Mini, ooh, what is that? <laughs> Until the potential Mac, uh, iMac is coming out, I think you don't need a necessarily need to buy a 5k display maybe you can go for a different alternative for now and then uh, once the iMac comes out you just upgrade that and maybe give the screen to me (laughs) (laughs) i had a look at screens though it it is really hard there are not a lot of good 5k it's not like the lg is is surrounded by good alternatives there's not really a lot of alternatives you can get and otherwise you kind of get 4k monitors and they're I don't know. I just feel I've been working on on subpar computers for my requirements for so long now that I feel like I'm not super excited about compromising again. And who knows what will happen next year. So none of us are iPad people. But the iPad got an update today. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I actually think... Okay, I really liked the video. The video was so cool. Like, it felt like... I don't know. It was just so such a smooth way of like the animation just felt so realistic somehow. Especially the one when, um, like they they first did this wave thing where they uh, made the surface flatter, like the edges flat, and then they also did another one when they were like shrinking it together, like pushing the edges, like pushing the thickness so it got thinner, and that was so good. Like it felt like. It was actually happening. It didn't feel like an animation. So I thought it was quite an impressive video. And I don't know why they haven't done this for every product that they make thinner. They make so many products thinner and people tend to complain about the fact that they always focus on that. But I think if we would at least get a video every time they make it thinner, you get some more happiness out of this. Yeah, I I thought that was a great video. Um, So regarding the iPad itself, none of us are iPad people. I think that's safe to say. So I have borrowed the opinion of an iPad person. Uh, and I'll just... they they I've been speaking to somebody who is very excited for the iPad, and they mentioned that they're, they're very excited uh, about this, uh, probably uh, more excited than since their first iPhone. Wow. So I thought that was interesting. That's um, uh, Jeremy Bank, um, who is a designer and he uses an iPad. So I said I'd credit... Um, I said I'd credit his thoughts because I don't have original thoughts about the iPad. Um but he does, and he's excited. So I guess if you are a creative type who Apple are trying to appeal to with this event and with this product, uh, then it's very exciting. Um, and I'm also uh, very uh, interested to hear what they have to say on the Upgrade podcast because both uh, Mike and Jason, who who run that podcast, uh, are iPad people. Um, so I'll probably, probably get stuck into that show tonight. And um, I, I am interested to hear what they have to say. I think we, us three, have slightly different takes on the iPad as a product in general. Um, so it is it is sort of worth uh, keeping that in mind uh, while we're talking about it. Yeah, but 
One thing that annoyed me, uh, we get to our, our not a draft later, but... Hey, they didn't have a marketing guy presenting this. It was fine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the evening before, before uh, yeah, the event... Yeah, this was really frustrating. I was like, you know what, Marlon? I think I, I know how this pencil thing will work. I think it will have a stripe, like a flat side. You will be able to uh, have gestures on there. Um, that will also make it easier to attach directly to the iPad magnetically and charge. I'm proud. And that also solves the problem with you losing the cap, I think you said. Yeah, and then I said, and you don't even need a cap anymore. And I was like, this wouldn't make sense. I should have said that during our draft. That's not a draft. You know, I would have yeah. considered bonus points for that one. That's... uh pretty bold um it's, yeah, it's good it, but, like you, yeah it was a very spot-on prediction of what happened it's, it's very good i mean it's not a it's it's an idea that you've seen by other products before but the fact that you were so spot on with having a flat surface having a stripe having like making it without a cap was pretty, pretty impressive yeah i was i was like this makes so much sense why wouldn't you do it this way and then it happened i was like oh yeah should have said that on a podcast. Does the new iPad Pro with its flatter bezels remind you of the original iPad? Uh, yeah, yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um, it it kind of also reminds me of an iPhone four and four S. Yeah, yeah. So it's maturing. It is kind of. Yeah, I, I mean, in general, I I was always a fan from the kind of straight edges rather than the rounded ones. I feel like the rounded ones make devices a bit more like holding a bar of soap. It's like really easy to kind of glide out of your hands. I guess it feels smooth and nice, but I always felt like grip was better with sharper edges. So I, I'm 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 actually quite uh, hopeful for Apple's design direction to potentially go back into that, uh, also for like new iPhones in the future. I don't know if, if Apple can part from the extra space they get out of out of that um that area but therefore they can make a cool video <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but but yeah it, it definitely has a bit of like a uh mixture of previous apple but but it's a thing right it has some details from like the iphone 4 and iphone 5 and from the original ipad but it still f- looks way more modern than any of those and way more modern than the the, the uh, last pro i feel like it's a overall an interesting design direction it looks a bit more mechanical and and more machinery in yeah, a way it's a bit steampunky somehow yeah um also with the huge antenna lines on the lte version Mm. I wonder if that's why we didn't uh, see Johnny today. They they had to lock him up for. Yeah, he was too ashamed of the antenna lines. I mean, in general, right? We had the. There were multiple things. You have the asymmetrical antenna lines on the iPhone XS. You have um, the asymmetrical speaker grills on the iPhone XS. Mm. You have a misaligned uh, lightning port on the iPhone XR. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it? It's not center aligned. <gasps> Um, so I've, I don't know. I don't know where they had to lock Johnny now. To Probably make... in a very dark room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he's usually yeah, yeah. in a white, white room. Yeah. Yeah. But I did actually want to touch on this. I think, uh, this might sound like a conspiracy, uh, but I was thinking just because like he hasn't been in any videos and we haven't seen him like throughout the event. And I was just thinking, 
the fact that he is rolling, they're starting to roll him off videos or introduce other people in videos could either be a sign of like diversity, but I was thinking that potentially this means that Johnny Ive might be rolling off Apple in general. And I know this sounds like a conspiracy, but I was just thinking it could be why. Like they want to get some other faces into it and they want to make people aware that there are other people who are also part of the product design and the product uh, development. I mean, in in general, um, there have been rumors for a while that Johnny Ive planned to retire a few times, but yeah. then there were always new projects to keep him uh, at Apple for a bit longer. Yeah, and I don't think, like you said, Kai, uh, like the, the, the products aren't perfect and they're also not progressing as quickly as other things have been progressing. No, I feel like it's more, like, I feel like, I don't know. Johnny was probably very busy with Apple Park. Um, yeah, I mean, so maybe there were way. other people that took some more uh, leadership about industrial design. Uh, I mean, this is completely, we're probably completely wrong and completely off. But I, I just as a thought experiment, if Johnny would have been more busy and other people took leadership of industrial design, I do feel like compromises, no matter if Johnny Ive was as involved as not, I feel like compromises have changed a bit in the recent hardware um, iteration. I feel like there were more compromises for functionality over over perfection and symmetry, and I think we haven't had that in a in a in a while. And that means that doesn't necessarily mean anything. I don't know if if that means either that Apple decided that those compromises are are worth it to to improve functionality rather than having visual symmetry and perfection. I mean, Apple devices are still nice looking. They're not, as I said, with the iPad, I think it's it looks like a really nice device. But it definitely has less of this kind of perfect symmetry type of look. Same for the iPhone XS and the XR. So I wonder if there is a shift in that. And I don't know. Yeah, if- but I think they have, I mean, they might not care, but I think they have been criticized for going a bit more form of a function lately and it has been this this has also been a criticism within iOS that it feels like sometimes it's just taken a bit too far so you lose some functionality out of the product so maybe they're just taking that more to heart and actually try to be a bit more realistic about what they want their products to like be able to do in a technical way yeah but I thought it was interesting the I mean, the obvious change in, in priorities in industrial design. I mean, there are definitely more more compromises that we haven't seen like that uh, in previous iterations. And then not having any sign of, of Johnny uh, during the keynote today, uh, it is interesting. And I wonder if, I mean, in general, it's, it's probably not a bad idea for Apple to show that uh, there are more people than the five or six we see every time. Um, so I think in general, it's probably a decent strategy, but uh, would be interesting. My conspiracy is that Johnny now uses an Apple Watch exclusively for all of his work. <laughs> and so that's where his focus is. <laughs> he designed Apple Park because he has to go there to work. And he designs the Apple Watch because he uses that for work. Well, why what would you is, need anything else? using that to, for work to know what time to go to work? <laughs> <laughs> Can't you do all your sketching on there? You have a finger. You don't need a stylus. Yuck, who wants a stylus? <laughs> cables ports nah the thing's wireless it's great <laughs> it is our finest design <laughs> the thinnest and lightest apple watch 
series four and a half. I didn't know what they put in your coffee. Oh man, the coffee was so good today. <laughs> I'm going to miss this. I love this coffee that I get at uni and I'm going to really miss it for like the next five months. Jesus, I think they really put something in that coffee. No, no, no. It's really good. Five months? Like, Do you have a five month holiday? Yeah, till the end of March. Man. I think that's five months. Oh, yeah, that's good for you. Can't you go in to get yeah. coffee though? Isn't the university going to be open? Yeah, yeah, it will be, but I'll be at work. And it's, it takes about 25 minutes to get there from work. So, yeah. like, it's a 50-minute round trip to get a coffee. Yeah, that's a bit excessive. It's a, it's a yeah. long... Yeah, that's the thing. We, we actually uh, had a day trip to Vancouver Island, which is an island just outside of uh, Vancouver. Who would have felt? Yeah. Um, I thought it was in Toronto, but okay. Sorry. Today I learned. And we went to the capital of British Columbia, uh, Victoria, that is, uh, on Vancouver Island. And we only spent like a day or so there. Um, it was really annoying because there were too many good coffee places that we wanted to try. So we had to pick one. Like, what is this madness? And that was, I mean, you're, com- you're complaining about your potential 50-minute round trip. Uh, that one would have been a six or seven hour round trip. So uh, now we have... I, I found a list of the f- top six coffee places in Victoria. We could only pick one. Anything for coffee, hey? I was mm. um, I was out with some friends on Sunday, and we got to the place, and I was like, "All right, for, like we're in we're at an Italian festival." I was like, "We have to go get coffee. This is an Italian festival." And they're all so excited for coffee, and we didn't end up getting a coffee because none of them were as excited as me. Mm. They're all like, "Yeah, let's go get coffee," and then we walk past the coffee place, and they're like, "No, we we'll keep going. The restaurant's up there." Why are you friends with these people? Fine. Yeah, you need better friends. I know. And then we ended up spending like half the lunch. No, but we spent like a good 10 minutes at the lunch talking about coffee. I'm like, well, why didn't we go drink coffee? Anyway, oh, yeah. kind of annoying. You know me. where, where well, friends yeah. lived that wouldn't have those skewed and messed up priorities? <laughs> but speaking of iPad, um, <laughs> we, we really couldn't keep focus. We were so focused on everything, but iPad just can't do it. Oh, look, iPad's cool, but coffee's cooler. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I do like this iPad, though. I feel like this... Yeah, if I were to have an iPad, I would be excited. Like, no, I have an iPad. If I would be an iPad user, I would be excited about this. For me, it's more, I feel like we're now getting... So, the thing is, I feel like a lot of really heavy iPad users use an iPad because they think this is where the direction we're going in, and... Um, we. We're here early to to use an iPad for a lot of work. I feel like we're we're not quite there yet. So why would I use an iPad as my main machine if we're not there yet? Um, I'd rather wait until we're actually there and then be productive on that machine and do all the things I want to um, uh, do on on an on a computing device. I feel like this iPad is probably the biggest leap. Um, I've seen for the iPad to become, I feel like now we're at a point where the hardware is there, um, for it to be a decent alternative to a Mac for a lot of tasks. <gasps> for sure. Hardware is impressive. So I feel like in general, this hardware, like throughout all parts, I mean, the, the, uh, 12.9 inch version is, is like a huge display, know, almost no bezels. You still want. Um, a device the, with a touchscreen for this? I mean, that's the thing, right? So um, I do think 
like the 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 keyboard cover seems fine now being able to have two angles i think adds a lot mm. uh the ability to plug it into a screen like a monitor that that if that has good support that's true was that not possible before I don't think not into a 5K monitor. Okay, you could only do a 1080p. Um, like that, I can definitely see. Like at the moment, right? That, that's what you're doing. You have like a MacBook that has a smaller screen or smaller display, and then you plug it into a monitor when you work somewhere and work longer. And I feel like that is now from a hardware perspective, we are there with an iPad. You could, in theory, have an iPad that you use as an iPad when you, when you're on the go with a keyboard cover, do most of the things, uh, use the pencil, use your fingers for for uh, input, and I mean that is completely ignoring iOS. Just from a hardware perspective, I feel like this device is kind of there. Then if you go somewhere where you work longer, you put it on your table, plug it in. Um, and then use it as a touch input for, for pro applications. I guess, yeah, I guess it's a little bit like people who use the, what is it called? Not Velcro tablet. Ah, welcome, welcome tablet. You know, the tablet that you can use. Uh, Wacom. Wacom. Yeah. 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 So I'm wondering if it might, but, would be but a it would like be that. a Wacom plus plus, right? Uh, because you would actually have a super high res and large display that, that you would use doing that. So if we would see something like Logic um, moving to to an iPad and you, then you're having like your entire timeline and larger chunks and overviews or uh, on, on your larger display and on your uh, on your iPad, you can quite easily drag uh, clips around and do the clipping all with your fingers or with a pencil. I think that would not be something that I would consider tedious work. Um, even more so for video editing, if you have like uh, you actually uh, monitors for for your um, for your output um, uh, on uh, on like a desk, and then you do do kind of like your timeline editing on on the iPad. I feel like from an from an hardware perspective, we're there because it's a super fast uh, computer, super fast uh, processor. They a twelve X, the A twelve ten. Uh, the A12 A12 X processor is incredibly fast, uh, super fast CPU and GPU. Um, the display looks from from what I've seen so far of it looks amazing. It looks like a super sturdy device. I just feel like from a hardware perspective and kind of imagining those scenarios, I'm now at a point where I think it's still a bit tedious because it doesn't have a stand itself. Um, so it's always like if you don't have a cover, how do you like? holding it in your hand will be awkward yeah that's so what i, I was saying during the bentley it would be great if you could have some type of like single stand that's not necessarily that expensive similar to what apple no sorry what uh, microsoft has done with their bigger sort of computer tablets where you can actually angle it i mean even the cool. smaller ones they have like a kickstand right like their yeah, surface yeah but you wouldn't want them to be on that angle you almost want it to be like on a paper yeah yeah level yeah but like some type of way of of not having it only lying flat because I feel like lying flat is not an ideal uh, angle for this device. But I feel like apart from that, apart from the, I think if if the problem for me goes to a point of how to angle it when I lay it down, I think we're already really far. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think you're getting there, but you sort of it really comes down to the software. Y- and yes. The software isn't there yet, but the hardware yeah. is. And so that makes next year's dub dub all the more interesting. If you think about like with external displays and that now, if you think about the external display being your main, uh, 
sort of visual, the main visual output from the iPad itself, but the iPad screen being the input, not the content. Yeah. I think that's where it gets really interesting to use the iPad as a primary computer, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but it would still, so you would expect it to still run iOS, like... You said that you were. Well, that's the. Th- so I actually wrote in my notes. I want one of these things running macOS. I know. I mean, iOS is still so limiting. If you look at the one of the marketing images they had on uh, during the presentation, when it's plugged into a 5K display, the 5K display is obviously like a 16 by nine uh, or 16 by 10 or whatever it is ratio. But the iPad is, I think, four by three. I think. I think it's not anymore. Um, so anyway, they're different ratios. They're, they're slightly different ratios. So there was uh, there was letterboxing on the screen. Is that what it's called? Yeah. But that's only right, there's black bezels on the, yeah, on the yeah. sides. But that's only happening for certain applications that don't explicitly uh, support other aspect ratios. So, okay. but still, like that kind of thing, the software is but not I, all there. I'm pretty sure this was an Apple app. I'm pretty sure it was Photos. Yeah, maybe Apple didn't do it, <laughs> but there is definitely a way of of having um, uh, different aspect ratios. Uh, through through your uh, display output from an iPad, yeah. I like if you watch like a a movie, if you play a movie, it definitely plays sixteen by nine and doesn't keep the iPad uh, display ratio. Okay, that's good to know because it sort of looked from one of the images they showed that that was not the case, and then I was a little bit disappointed because yeah. yeah. you don't want a nice five K display that is so twenty seven inch display that has yeah. black yeah. bezels. And I, I mean, I don't know, right? None of us know what will happen at WWDC next year and iOS thirteen. Maybe iOS thirteen isn't there yet. Maybe fourteen or fifteen. But I feel like it's for me a huge step that I now feel the hardware is there. Yeah. Because I mean, those wait. I would challenge that. I would ch- if if it's a matter of things aren't there until iOS 14. Why are they releasing the hardware now? It's a I waste. I mean, it's still a great... It should, they should have software that is, like, on par with the hardware. In general, yes. And in general, Apple does that, right? I mean, that's the benefit of controlling yes, hardware and Generally, software. Generally, yes. Um, I still think... I mean, for people that like the iPad and use the iPad at the moment, it's still a great iPad, right? I, I wouldn't... We're getting into this thing again... Do you hold things if not everything is is ready at the same time? I mean, I, I, I'm sure Apple would think this iPad is a better iPad with iOS 13. Let's just assume it's iOS 13 is a huge iPad improvement, right? But so far, it's always been that the new hardware product has more leeway or, or more hardware ca- capabilities available for the next dub-dub to then do something with it. And that's what Apple's going with at the moment. And I don't think that's necessarily bad because people that use iPads at the moment, they will still benefit from it because everything is still way faster at the moment, even if it's not as powerful as I would think it needs to be for me to consider it more seriously as a mobile computing. Because for me in general, right, I'm, I'm more of a desktop kind of person. I like to have a, I mean... Most people probably know that by now. But I, I kind of like to have an uh, iMac at home. I If I would have to decide MacBook or iMac, I would take iMac. Do everything else on my phone if I need to. I, and if I want to do like proper work, I would do that on an iMac. I would rather take my iMac with me uh, if I'm somewhere for more than a day uh, rather than working on a MacBook. Um, so for me, I feel like um, the combination of having a desktop computer uh plus the i uh, the ipad now becomes more within reach 
And I didn't quite expect that. And I didn't quite think I would be there after this event either. But at some point throughout the presentation, I saw the thing and I was like, wow, the hardware is made a huge step again. And it's now coming down to software, whether I can have this as a mobile computing device. And I mean, it's also interesting what will happen with like, I mean, for me, just because I do development work, um, I also need there to be some better support of actually doing development work. And uh, there is definitely a lot of potential. And I hope we're seeing something about that at DubDub. But for me, still mentally, this was a bigger step in the right direction or in in a direction that I didn't expect myself to be so uh, positive towards that device as I was now. I just want to say, like, Zach, you mentioned briefly that uh, um, it would be like... A really good device if they potentially actually run Mac OS on this device later on. And I just think like it doesn't really feel like what people want. And I think that wouldn't make a, it would be a quite a very, it would be a very small distinction then between, um, between, um, uh, the MacBooks and the iPads. So that's why I feel like they would probably still want to keep iOS on it. And I think that's what most pe- most users would want. I think the reason why many people are using iPads m- more as a computer than I think they are, I personally think they're ideal for is because they want to use iOS and they love that operating system. So I feel like it might more be up to Apple to continue developing iOS to be perfect for this device. And it shouldn't really be like macOS because then you do lose the touch input and you also don't want macOS to be made for touch input um so so that's why i feel like they probably have to just make it more powerful i guess or make it more like flexible in how you can use ios and how you can use it a bit more for like pro tools or like things like xcode and things like final cut pro and those things yeah absolutely i agree and i think it is a case of it will always run ios i don't i don't envision a future where it's running mac os but i think the comment about wanting mac os is more wanting the capabilities of mac os so this ipad uh take for example like editing word documents sorry editing yeah editing word documents and researching for a, a university paper say uh that task doing that task is still a worse experience on an ipad compared to on mac os um, and that's irrespective of the hardware because iOS is where that falls down. And it's more about wishing that the iPad was as capable as Mac OS. So, the, uh, so iOS on the iPad was as capable as Mac OS is on a Mac, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think iOS can get better. Mac OS doesn't have to be sort of trimmed down. And I don't think Mac OS in its current state makes sense on a touchscreen, but, uh, in its current, in their current forms, macOS is still the more capable operating system, not even just for professional work, but for almost all types of work. Definitely a dev environment still is more, uh, more achieve, a good dev environment is more achievable on macOS. But even something as simple as, as word processing that isn't handwritten is a task that I don't want to do on an iPad today, no matter how fast that iPad is, because it's not about the speed. It's not about the capability of the hardware. It's about how you're interacting with it and the OS that is, you know, responsible for for how you're interfacing with that document. I still don't think iOS is there for those basic kind of tasks. Um, and I know that's very much personal opinion and that other people love working on the iPad. And that that's great. Um, power to you. But, yeah, in, in my case, and I, I think we're sort of 
more on the same page, uh, us during this podcast, yep. uh, about iOS still not really being up to par with macOS for a lot of basic things. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it should. That's still my... That's why I deliberately wanted to say the hardware for me is now at a point where I think it is there. The software isn't, but I, I'm not arguing for that it needs to be or should be. I don't know if, if iOS should become that. I mean, for the longest time I was arguing for... Um, I like macOS and macOS should keep getting the same amount of attention and iOS should be, be its own thing. But clearly the direction at least appears to be that there is more of a uh, focus on, on productivity and and that type of work at um, on iPads. So does the iPad need its own OS now? Is it at a point where uh, the same operating system that's running on a phone isn't proper for, or isn't, isn't suitable for this computer? When they've made a point to call it a computer repeatedly during the presentation, I'm wondering. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it feels that way. Uh, To me, for for where the direction it seems like Apple is going with it, it feels like it should be something that is more of an iPad OS. Yeah, yeah. But I do think um, they, even if they do that, this I would expect them to still keep the development of like third party apps to be uh, cross iOS and ipad os or whatever it would be called because i feel like it's already having ipad it feels like the ipad already has a lot fewer apps than apps that are like optimized for the ipad then there are like uh, great ios apps um, or iphone apps and i think uh, it would just be a lot fewer if they if they're gonna separate it into a separate platform and that's why i think like you can see that at something like project sneak peek it feels like they really try to combine more platforms to get Mac OS closer to iOS um, for developers, basically. So I think they would probably still keep that unification. Yeah, but I feel like realistically, right, if we look at the iOS-based platforms, we're having uh, watchOS is very clearly different from iOS because it's a very different device. TVOS, very different again because it's a different device. And then iOS on iPad and uh, iPhone. And I feel like it it is not unreasonable to have a bigger divide um, there as well. Just because, I mean, unless Apple wants to push this kind of uh, super productivity on, on on an iPhone as well, then I don't see a reason why why there shouldn't be a bit more of a gap or a divide between the two. I mean, they should still run on the same platform, right? Um, just have a bit more of a difference in how UI kit behaves to support the direction they want to apparently uh, the iPad is going. Yep. You can still have different user interface paradigms yep. uh, across, depending on screen sizes uh, on the same OS. That might also hook in with the new um, user. There was like a rumor of a more, what was it? New paradigm for user interface design and development. Um, oh, the Gruber thing? Who cares about that? All right, I feel like we've been talking a lot about iPads, considering that none of us are really into iPads. Um, so maybe I feel like I'm, I'm interested, we're conscious though. of time. I think we should probably move over to our speculation. No, sorry, not speculation. Predictions list. That was not intentional. Not a draft, draft, drafty thing. That's not a yeah. draft. Or, or reminder, it's not a draft. Or wish list. Yeah, for some of us. Or wish list if your name is Kai. Sorry. All right, let's get into it. Um, I did 
I did a during the the keynote. I did a rough. Yeah, Kai Kai got quite sad when he re- started to realize that there wouldn't be any IMAX. So he put, started putting his focus on doing some homework and starting to look who got points for what. Oh, I'm sorry, Kai. But it also it was like it was. I was like, all right, I will lose this again. Um, so according to this, um, I think one with. Points. Are you serious? You just gonna spoil it like that? We have to build up to it. Whoa, spoilers, man! <laughs> yeah, we're we're blooping that yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, so you, dear listener, all you heard was, and the winner is bleep, with bleep points. Bleep, 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 bleep. And this is how SoCast ends. All right. So round one, I had unlocking iPad in landscape mode with Face ID. Yep. I think that's that's 10 points. Kai, you had iPad with Face ID? Yep. 10 points. Marlon, thinner bezels. I'm presuming that meant on iPads. Uh, or if it meant on Macs, you're right too. So we're all on 10 points after the first round. Yep. No no contention nope. there. Someone want to go over the second round or round eight? That oh, was eight-point round. That was a wildcard round. Yep. Uh, Zach's prediction was Mac Pro sneak peek. We didn't get that. Boom. Mine was higher refresh rate iMac. We didn't get that either. And Marlins was no new iPad mini. And we and did we get no we new iPad mini. Ding, 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 ding. Yay. That means I'm now at 18 points. All Not right. that we keep count. Woo. 19. Oh, wait, 18. Ah, whoops. My bad. <laughs> uh, he thinks there's an iPhone 9. <laughs> <laughs> Next year. <laughs> All right, Marlins, you want to go over the seven-point round? So, um... Then we have the seven-point round, which is not a wildcard round. Uh, Zach had a 2018 Mac laptop released without a touch bar. Oh, you were right about that. So you get 10 points. Um, and then Kai said, new pencil update with significant changes mentioned on stage. Yep, that happened. So Kai got 10 points. Woo. And I said, Mac mini update. And that also happened. So I get 10 more points. Uh-huh. So that seven puts points, seven yes. points. Oh, damn it. Yeah. It's so you're fine. on 25, 25 after three rounds. And you're on- Kai and I are on 17. Yep. All right. So uh, round six was, oh, sorry, our six point round was a wild card round. And by my calculations, none of us got this round correct. So I had a Johnny Na- Ive narrated video. That was wrong. Kai had an improved cooling system for the non-pro iMac. Anything to do with iMac was marked wrong here. So Aww. sorry, Kai. And Marlon had improved front facing camera on iPad will be mentioned on stage. Mm-mm. That didn't happen nope. either. So we all got zero for that round. Woo! <laughs> all right. So five-point round. Um, that was a regular non-wildcard round. And um, Zach had someone from Adobe on stage. Which... I really didn't think this would happen. Like for a while, I was like, ah, he's not going to get points for this. Yeah. And then it happened. We were sitting there. I was like, it's pretty happy with that one. <laughs> Honestly, I'd zoned out during the the other demo that they did before that, the game studio thing. And then all I hear is Adobe. I'm like, oh, the list, the list, the list. Not the list, the other one. The predictions list, the predictions list. I've got to mark this off. And then it woke me up and I was all energized and ready to go to record. Yeah, at that point, I still thought I might have a chance here. But anyway, so you got your five points there. Uh, My prediction was that there would be a A12X processor. And that also happened. Woo. And Marlin's prediction was a true tone display iMac. Yeah, it didn't happen. No iMac. All right. So it's my turn to say, right? 
Do you still want to tally up the points? Yep. For oh, yeah, tally up the points. So, Zach, you are on 23 points, right? Yeah, Zach and Kai mm-hmm. are both yep. on 23 points. I'm still on 25. We're doing a lot better than last time. Yeah, I think we were all playing to win this time, so I think I think that's that's an improvement. The, the thing is, I, I was... <laughs> so, I was, I was both playing to win, but I also... I think I cannot win those things until Apple releases a new iMac. I just think I can. I will not be able to not mention iMac. So I think whatever happens, I will not have a fighting chance until this is out of out of my mind. Because I, I just can't think of other predictions if there's this one thing I really would like to happen. Anyway, that's my excuse. All right, good excuse. Um, so the four-point round was also a wildcard round. Um, and Zach said, music presentation of sorts uh, at the end of the presentation. And that was correct. So you get points for that. Yep. Kai had spec bump well, iMac Pro. Is it? It's a good point. It wasn't actually really at the very end of the presentation because Tim Cook, it was, Tim Cook came up and spoke afterwards. I don't remember. It was the last thing that happened that was noteworthy. <laughs> I don't remember. What did they actually talk about afterwards? He said, I'm a big fan of you. And ah. she said, I'm a big fan of you. And then they hugged. And then I don't remember. And it's like, thank you for coming and seeing all our great products today. You can go across the exactly. road and look at the demo People area. People might not have known Goodbye about the demo farewell. area. Isn't that an announcement in itself? This would be like saying that you gave the last presentation at a conference and then the organizers got up at the end and thanked everyone for coming. (laughs) You would still say you gave the last talk at the conference. The organizer saying thank you for coming didn't give the last talk at the conference. No, because they didn't talk, but they were rounding up the presentation. That's what Big Timmy C did. Exactly. And rounding up, isn't that the end of... Yeah. Mm, No. I mean, really, really, isn't the last thing the the whatever credits they put at the end? Like, you may not redistribute take... this Apple event. Nah, I'm, yeah, I'm... I think we should just take this as a lesson that we should be a bit more specific in our language from now on. <laughs> I, think, I think you still deserve some points. Um, but yeah, I, I think you deserve all of the points for this one. Yeah. I, I think as a wild card, it, it counts. Yeah, it yeah. does count very much. So, so gotta get some points on. for playing it risky. I don't think I said. I don't know if I said this. I'm, I'm sort of lost right now. But Kai was guessing spec bump iMac Pro. Didn't happen. No iMac. Uh, no, my iMac Pro. Um, so I said uh, MacBook Pro update will be available instantly. It wasn't. It's just available for pre-order. It's interesting. That's harsh, yeah. but but this mm. was exa- like I remember myself saying and but, thinking that yeah, it should yeah. be available. But it's also, I mean, there is no MacBook Pro update. Um, the MacBook Pro, ah, true. The MacBook so that, Pro yeah. update is coming. There will be new but GPUs you... in the MacBook Pro that was announced in a press release mm-hmm. separately. So I don't know if you've no, heard about they that. They did mention. Oh, Wait, I missed didn't that they mention the okay. GPU update on stage? No, that was just. They mentioned an eGPU for the MacBook yeah. Air. But is that available? Do you know when this is going to be? In a month. Damn it. But it's also interesting that there was no one mentioned new MacBook Pro update, but you fully committed with not just saying MacBook Pro update, but will be available instantly. Well, you would want starting with higher refresh rate iMac without even mentioning there will be an iMac, but all of your predictions are based on it being released. 
Screw you. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three-point round, which was not a wild card round, which means it was a normal round. Half of them are normal and half of them are wild card. And anyway. Um, so I had at least one end of the new iPad charging cable will have a USB-C connector. I think that that counts for three points. Mm. Uh, I think the USB-C is actually one of the more interesting parts of the new iPad. Um, maybe we can address that next week. Yep. Uh, Kai had Apple coprocessor on new iMac. Again, probably very likely if there had been new I iMacs. Know. But uh, it's a bit of a bummer. That's the thing. Um, I, I feel like my predictions are not that bad. I just picked a wrong event again to predict it. So I, I might... C- keep all those yeah, predictions for, yeah. for just recycle i will keep these. recycle and refining and recycling them until one day we get a new imac would be very interesting if they had a if very interesting if they had a march event <laughs> and then i better win that stupid imac event <laughs> um marlon had new ipad sleeves or covers and i believe they mentioned a new folio case so yeah well, if you should take what we've written here at, like, literally, new iPad sleep cover, sleep slash cover, yes, I would get points, but this was not what I meant, and I feel a bit bad to it claim wasn't? it. No, because I was talking about the actual sleep things, not a keyboard one. Oh. Because they only mentioned a keyboard. I was talking oh. about a, like, keyboardless sleep. Ah, I see yeah, what you mean. Yeah, so I don't feel like I should get points for this. That's some good honesty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Canada. Ah, uh, okay, I see. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> no, mate is Australian. I know. I just had to mix and match. Case <laughs> <laughs> uh, is checking if they did end up releasing anything. I mean, there is a smart folio for it. Ah, yeah, they might have. Yeah, because my text doesn't say on stage. And the the new 12.9-inch iPad is a different size. So if there's one that supports the 2018 mm. 12.9-inch iPad, I think oh, this counts. So define new, Marlin. Did you mean new I, as in different functionality? No, I did specifically say it like a spec bump, but for a sleeve or a cover. So it will fit the new device? Yes. All right, then I think... We have to um, have a rules discussion. Does it need to be mentioned on stage? Well, on the things that we say that it should be mentioned on stage, we actually explicitly write mention on stage. Yeah, I don't think this has to be mentioned on stage. Then you get three points for this. Woohoo! Score. There are, there are some, like some of the more general picks, I think we tended to say, oh, it has to be announced on stage as well. Yeah. But... um. In this case, I think. Like my security thing that had to actually explicitly be said on stage. Yes. Yeah. Last, in last yeah. round. Because I'm sure you can find any marketing page for any new product that mentions security. Yeah. But it's a matter of whether they call it out on stage. Uh, so right now, um, Zach has uh, 29 points, Kai has 22 points, and I got 28. So let's move over to a wildcard round. All right. So the two-point round. Wait, aren't I on 30? You are on... Or can I just not Nine, add? 12, 12, 22, 29. Oh, 29. Yeah. I can't add. 17 plus... F- ah, okay. No, no, yeah, I'm, I'm bad. All right. My bad. Cool. We're good. All right. So, the two-point round is a wildcat round. Uh, Zach's prediction was group FaceTime mentioned on stage. That did happen multiple yeah, times. Multiple times. 
you still only get two points. Yeah, I counted twice, but yeah. I, I was happy with that. Two points for two mentions. I thought that was pretty mm. good. Uh, my uh, prediction was iMac without user-replaceable RAM. Well, Moving on. Um, Marlins was mention of creative professionals working on the iPad. Um, Two points. I get points for this, right? I found it in the yeah. keynote, but I questioned it. And then I argued while we watched the event. Do you re- like what you Sorry, think? Sorry, I, I might have misremembered that prediction. So my understanding was that there would be creative professionals on stage talking about their work they've done with an iPad. But well, so what I meant was That's that, not how I yeah. understood. How did you understand it, Zach? I thought it was just they will talk about creativity or people using the iPad in creative ways on stage. Yeah, yeah. Which I think they did in many different yeah. ways. Sometimes it was just saying creativity apps and they didn't specifically mention it in relation to creative people, but then they Adobe... Did, they did say creative yeah, professionals then explicitly. Ado- and then Adobe also specifically mentioned creative professionals using the iPad. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, happy to... That's two points, I think. All right. So then, after the two-point round, the standings are Zach, 31, Marlin, 30. Ooh, getting close. And I'm 22, but... (laughs) I'm sorry. Having flashbacks to the last one. Um, Yeah, I think I have to wait with this and just, like, for the last point, I should probably just look at the video again. I, I get back to you guys next week about who won, okay? Dun, 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 a month later. Um, okay, so for the last <laughs> and the most important point, um, Zach uh, guessed or predicted uh, waterproof slash water-resistant AirPods suitable for running in rain. Very specific. Uh, that didn't happen, sorry. Um, and I like how, how doing our, our predictions, you were like, ah, I just always use the last point for something I wish would happen, but probably doesn't. Well... How do you feel about Oops. that choice now? Yeah, so Kai said... I like my optimistic <laughs> attitude. It helps get me through the downswings in life. Very Australian of you. Um, Thanks, mate. <laughs> okay. So, Crikey. So, so, Kai, Kai's uh, prediction was no notch, no notch iPad. And that was correct. Um, so that brings Kai to a total of 23 points. And I said new Woo. Mac Mini Color. So that brings me to Woo. 31 points. So we're tied. Like this time we're actually tied. And tied. they're tied. And there isn't really a way for us to go back and watch anything because I think we're quite clear on who gets all of those points. So I think it's kind of like in math. Um, so the 31 into 31 eliminate each other, which means my 23 is left and I win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know we're trying to get the most points here. All right. How about... I have a better idea. How about, as a tiebreaker, um, Apple usually releases the keynote um, on YouTube, right? Right. Sure. So, by the time we record our next episode, um, we check how many views there are. Mm. Oh, that's good. Like that's that. good. That's good. Okay. So, and whoever is closer of the two of you is... After the tiebreaker, the winner of this. We need to decide when we're recording next before let's, we do let's this. Let's assume. All right. Doesn't matter if we yeah. record then, but let's. Oh yeah, we do. We should decide that. All right. When are we recording next? 
both of you have to send it to me in a private iMessage, not in our group. Ah, oh, fine. And is it, is it one of those who's closest? Yeah, or... whoever's closest wins. Okay, yeah, cool. So you're not like eliminated. All right. All right. Okay, so, I sent it. So I got two messages. Um, <laughs> there's there's a good gap between the two numbers, which is good. So, uh, Zach, do you want to reveal your number first? Yes, but I should also say this is on the American YouTube channel, right? Yeah, yeah. the the Apple, the normal because they uploaded in all their countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Um, so my number was eight point five million. Holy smoke! Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to have no my my guess? Uh, two hundred seventy-eight thousand. Oh wow! Okay, it's a huge difference. <laughs> yep. Okay. That's All right. What I mean, that's, well, I guess, I guess, see? like, it makes the chance. Like, if there's anything less than like four million, I will be closer, and if there's anything more than four, you will be closer, Zach. Yeah, Zach. That's good. Zach definitely has yeah. the bigger spectrum of being right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it will be interesting. <laughs> um, I think this is a good tiebreaker. Yeah. I like being specific, but I'm a little bit concerned right now. But uh, yeah, so. I think. Oh, actually. Oh. No, no, no. You win. Okay. I'm looking at the September event now. September event has 1.8, and that's the Ooh. most popular event of the year. Yeah. I wanted to. So I think there's a very, very yeah. good chance. I wanted that to you give my win. arguments of why I should do that now. Sure. Go for it. Okay. So the reason why I took this low number is because honestly, I think it's hard to get multi million views and on, on YouTube. Uh, like it's seldom that I see even some of the more popular like YouTube channels having that much unless they are music videos. Uh, but yeah, so that's why I thought, oh, like, or I, I was still concerned, like, is that too low? Should I go over a million? But then I thought, like, like it's only three days. Many people who are like interested in this would just go. People who are very interested in the Apple event would go to the website or look on the Apple TV and use the app for it. People who are sort of interested would pr- probably. Like people who are just interested to know what happened on Apple, they would also go to Apple's website and then find a video. The people who would go to YouTube are the people who want like quick information about what happened potentially, or they might usually get all of their other content from there. And that's why they choose that. But I think many people would rather who go to YouTube would rather watch something like a summary of it. So they wouldn't go to the full video to watch it there. And that's why I thought I pick something lower. But let's see. Maybe they get 8 million. I very much like your chances. Uh, Zach is already writing the Python script to continuously reload. (laughs) (laughs) They're not meant to know that. Are you playing music? No. Are you playing music? Whoops, that was me. (laughs) Music started playing automatically. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops.